Irving missed. Oh, my goodness. I don't believe he shot it. And the other way, Murray, no call. He fires, scores, count it. That's going to count. <laughs> Unbelievable. The Jonte Murray hits the buzzer, Peter. We are going overtime. It's BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski and Ryan Horvat on the BetQL Audio Network. Thank you for that move to OT last night. Uh, always a lot going on in the association. We'll get back to tonight's college basketball card. A lot going on. Top of the hour, we'll check in with Michael Beller from The Athletic, get his thoughts on all the games going down tonight, including his Wisconsin Badgers, your Wisconsin Badgers, uh, Ryan Horvat. So uh, we'll, we'll go back to college a few different times throughout the show today. Uh, trust me, we are not done. But we want to make sure that we clear some time here to go over the NBA card like we do here on a daily basis. Joe Ostrowski, Ryan Horvat on Twitter at BetQL Daily. Uh, my own account at Joe0670. Horvat is at Ryan Horvat. And uh, Ryan, we've got six games tonight. You know what? I know you've got a bunch of sides and totals that you're taking a close uh, look at. Why don't, why don't you start us off there instead of going in chronological order? Um, because I don't really find the first game of the night too appealing. Uh, which game for side or total? We'll do props later. Uh, but keeping it to side or total, do you like the most? And oh, we're at seven. Did I? No, we are at six. Okay, I don't know why I said seven. Yeah, I mean it's it's hard to keep up this year, man. Especially with games know, being changes, games being canceled. The Bulls and Pistons just picking up random games every once in a while. Uh, tonight, man, there's a lot that I really, really, really like. Uh, the game that I've played, uh, that I played last night. See where this is at right now. I played, um, wow, one and a half now where the Lakers are favored at home against the Phoenix Suns, who are one of the hottest teams right now in the league. I got the Suns last night plus two and a half. I wanted the three. I got the two and a half now all the way down to one and a half. Uh, I'm going to take a shot with Phoenix. They're 12 and three. They were 12 and three last month in February. They're playing their best basketball right now. Chris, Chris Paul has been the perfect fit for them. Absolutely what they wanted him to be. Devin Booker, I continue to play his props every single night, uh, especially when he was snubbed for the All-Star game, ends up getting into the All-Star game, and he deserves it. He's shooting his best percentage from the field, 50%. He's shooting 40% from three for the first time since the 2017-18 season. Both teams have been playing really good defensively, Joe, but the Lakers oh, yeah. just a mess right now offensively, and I don't think they're going to be able to keep up with Phoenix tonight. Also, Phoenix is really good on the road playing against teams that are really good at home, if that makes any sense. They're 6-0 and against the spread in their last six road games against teams with a winning home record. And meanwhile, the Lakers like have been a mess. 2-7 and seven against the spread in their last nine against winning teams, teams above 500. So I don't expect the Lakers uh, to win this one tonight. I like Phoenix a lot in this spot, even on the road. Now, what concerns me is LeBron having a vintage LeBron night especially when he sees what Jokic did last night against the Bulls, what Embiid's been up to going off tonight for 45, 15, and 10. But still, like, who else is going to score on this Lakers team tonight? I don't think they're going to be able to keep up with Phoenix. So that's probably my favorite play is the Suns tonight. Yeah, I would lean to Phoenix. Um, I'm wondering if they're starting to figure things out after winning their last two. On Friday, they beat Portland. Sunday night, they beat Golden State. And they didn't have any offensive issues against the Warriors. They put up 117 points against them. Now, you can dominate in the paint and uh, grab a lot of rebounds when going up against Golden State. And it's been bouncing between two and one and a half. Phoenix, uh, the second best ATS team in the NBA. They're uh, hitting at a clip of 67%. On the year, and the Lakers have been an under team. Man, 
you know, this total is just way too low to go under. It's 214. It was 215, and now we're down to 214. Uh, Way too low. Now, I'm not one to get into quarters or first-half betting, but it is noteworthy that Phoenix has the best first-quarter ATS record in the NBA by a a pretty solid margin here at 23-10 and ATS. So people that bet this, the thinking is, is maybe there's something to it. They come out strong uh, to, to start games off. Do you think there's anything there? Because, like, you know, with the Lakers as short favorites, it should at least be a pick them. Yeah, you know, I think that there is something there. And that was something that was something I was really into last season. Not only quarters, but I was playing halves. And I've been doing that with the Knicks a lot this season, is playing them in the first half. I was talking about that uh, with with Jake and with Dylan before the show in the uh, comments section before we got started today. Like, especially, uh, I saw somebody post this on Twitter earlier as well. Like, the Spurs really struggle in first halves of games. They're 4-10 against the spread in their last 14 at home. They don't really come out very good in the first half. They're more of a second-half team. So I do think yeah. that that's a trend. That's something that I do look towards, and I look at the Knicks always in the first half. But I can see... See, that's what does concern me a little bit with Phoenix tonight is are they going to come out like they have in the first half and in the first quarter just blazing like where it's a game where Devin Booker uh, has 16 in the first quarter? Or is it going to be the other way, the Lakers with a little bit of momentum coming off two big wins? You know, LeBron comes out and he's firing. So I think there is something there, but I won't be playing that. I'll probably just stick with the Suns. But I, I, I do. That was something I was playing a lot last year, especially was quarters and halves, just because, again, like you saw last night, I just hate getting screwed on the hook or just at the end with free throws because it happens every night in the association and in college basketball, man, where it's like, you know, the spread's five and a half, a team's down four, they miss a shot, they foul to go down six, there's still eight seconds left on the clock, and they just dribble out the clock. It's like, what's the point of fouling? So sometimes I think there is value in the quarters and in the halves. I think that that's one way of looking at this one tonight, but I won't be playing that side. Booker has been on a tear. Good for him that he made the all-star team against Minnesota, scored 43 points his last game, and he was only one for six from beyond the arc. So it's not like he was just hitting a bunch of threes. Uh, Booker has been filling it up for Phoenix, and I understand why you would want to back them. Um, Where else can we go? Where else can we go? Mm, Not as I will say not as many sides jumped out to me uh, for tonight. Let me ask you. Yeah. Go ahead. What are your, really quick, what are your thoughts on f- just continuing like these trends? Like my favorite one right now, I, I mean, I'm a big fan of backing the Washington Wizards, the Chicago Bulls minus last night. I brought up the Knicks in the first half, but just the Knicks uh, just every single night. I'm going back to the well with the New York Knicks until they let me down. But also fading the Boston Celtics, who right now just They've been a mess. Like in their last contest, I'll give them a break, I guess, because Jalen Brown didn't play. Uh, but they yeah. just can't figure it out, man. And then their last five games overall, one and four against the spread. Tonight they get the Clippers, the Clippers who blow that lead in the fourth quarter against the Bucs on the road. The Clippers are a really good road team, but the Bucs were due for a big win. The Bucs really needed that one on Sunday. But the Clippers had a little mini collapse on Sunday, but they're 5-2 and two against the spread in their last seven as a favorite. I kind of like the Clippers to bounce back tonight against this Boston team on the road. Two possessions, four points. I could see the Clippers winning by six or seven tonight against Boston. Your thoughts on that one? Yeah, I could too. Uh, Boston has won their last couple of games. They they needed a gutty effort to pull it out against Washington, a very poor defensive team the other night on Sunday. Uh, Tatum was just a monster in yeah. a stretch. It was just like, get, give him the ball and get out of the way. They should have lost that game. 
I, I right. Uh, they they should be doing that more often. I mean, Tatum definitely needs more touches, and it feels like they're still trying to figure things out, even though Jalen Brown uh, was not out there for that game. So he's still listed as questionable as far as today goes, right? Yeah, I yeah. So. Actually, to be honest, I forgot that they came back and won that game. That was an epic collapse by the Wizards, where I want to say they had yeah. like a three-point lead, and then, man, I actually forgot all about that one, and then Tatum gets to the rack and scores. Yeah, yeah the – I don't know. I like. No, the they're still questionable. They're they're absolutely still. I mean, why are you in a? We need to score at the very end just so we can beat Washington here. They're the worst offensive team in the NBA. Like, come on, man. And yeah. Beal's put putting up forty plus again. Like, they have a lot of issues going on. But I understand why you would like the Clippers minus four. Um, that would be uh, that that probably be where I would go. I I like that one even more than Phoenix. I'm ex. We'll get into this in the props and we'll, we'll talk about it, but. I'm expecting a big game from Kawhi. When these two teams played a few weeks ago, Kawhi had a big game. It's 28 and 11, and that's what you expect from him. But uh, just at that position, too, the Celtics give up a lot down low on a regular basis. So I think Kawhi is primed for a a nice performance tonight, and the Clippers should win by at least five. Yeah, yeah. Um, So I like that one a lot, the Clippers. And then, uh, you know, a couple more plays that I really like that we'll get into, obviously, is I do like the Wizards a little bit. I like the Knicks. But a a situation that I continue to play is fading teams on the second night of a road back-to-back. But tonight, uh, a game that's here in Milwaukee, the Bucs are going to host the Nuggets. So they're on the second night of a back-to-back. They do beat the Bulls last night. They covered the number last night. A terrible beat for people like me that were on Chicago or were on over 24 and a half points as yeah. he finishes with 24. But man, the Bucs right now have won five straight games. Giannis is on after a losing five straight. After losing five straight, <laughs> but on Sunday, they got Drew Holiday back. Now he was on a minutes restriction, right. only played 18 minutes and only scored two points, had three rebounds. But his biggest contribution was on the defensive end. He's their best perimeter defender. He could guard four different spots, four different positions on the floor, like you saw it in that game. He didn't do a great job guarding Kawhi because Kawhi was just on a mission in that game, and he was just knocking down those fadeaway jumpers. Didn't matter if they switched with Connaughton or if it was Drew Holiday. But still, I think the Bucs are obviously a much better team, but still, like, that number's around seven. I don't know. I like fading teams on the second night of a road back-to-back, but with the way that Jokic is playing, that's too many points. Too much. I, I think it's too much. So you're going to lay six and a half? So would you lean Denver, maybe? Yeah, I probably would lean Denver. But, yeah, it, it is dicey. That that <sighs> The way the Milwaukee Bucks are playing right now. Like, you know, this has been an over team. Are you interested in the uh, total of 236? Or does Denver play too slow for your liking? See, if anything, I would lean the over, but Denver plays a little bit too slow to my liking. And if it's a night where they're not knocking down shots, and if it's one of those nights where Jamal Murray – like, the problem with Jamal last night – last time I'll bring this up, man, was the fact that he was actually knocking down his shots, too, and he still couldn't get over the 24-and-a-half. He missed, like, three shots in the first half. But it was all Jokic. He couldn't get any looks. So, like, the thing that concerns me not only is the pace of play, but also the second night of a back-to-back. Like, are they going to have their legs tonight? Do you have a tough time figuring out – we were talking about the Jazz earlier, and, yeah, they hit a ton of threes, and it's it's always a bit of a challenge trying to land on the right guy. And sometimes you get Bogdanovich, like, last night, and seven, eight minutes into the game, the bet's already over, and that's a great feeling. But what about the Bucks? They make the fifth most threes – uh, per night, they give up a lot of threes as well. But I, I've had some trouble landing on the correct bucks from the outside. Have you had the same issue? Yeah, absolutely. Early on in the season, it was Dante DiVincenzo over one yes. and a half 
threes every single night, and especially like because they tried to trade him in that Bogdanovich deal. So I feel like he had something to prove. Then it was Chris Middleton. Then he went on that two week slump where he couldn't knock down a shot. Uh, you know, and then other like they're just such a streaky team. Like, you know what I mean? There's yeah. nights where Giannis is shooting six, seven threes and knocking down four of them. Then there's nights, there's weeks where Giannis won't hit a three. So that's the problem with the Bucks is they're so streaky. I uh, do also want to mention we got the Knicks at the Spurs tonight. 12 straight games. The Knicks have covered the first half, so it might be something to take a look at yep. if you're into trends. I'm not so much. It, it's quite obvious that I'm more into player props today than sides or totals, even though uh, you gave the people a few options there, Horvat. Coming up next, Michael Beller from The Athletic will drop by. We'll talk some college hoops and also some baseball. You're locked into the BetQL Audio Network.